I got a topic. Yeah, what's up? So, Matthew's going to hate this, but this is an honest question. You know, there'll be days where, you know, I'll shave or I'll, I'll, I'll trim my hair. So, you know, I'll be like, okay, what would I look like with like a goatee? So, I'll shave everything on the side and I'll mm-hmm. look at the goatee and, like, oh, this is cool. I wonder what would happen if I, like, shaved the bottom part of the goatee and just had the little, um, like, the, what's, what's that soul part? Patch. The soul patch. Yeah. Shave down. Okay. So, I go, oh, well, I just have the mustache left. <sighs> I wonder what would happen if I looked like Hitler. So, I cut. <laughs> I shave like the middle and just leave the middle part of the hair right there. And I just look at it and I'm like, why did this guy think it was so fashionable? <laughs> I don't understand. And I try, I try to walk around the house and try to like, be like, you know, maybe it'll like grow on me or something. <laughs> but no, it's shit hairstyle. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a picture? No. This was all in your bathroom, right? Yeah. This is all in private. Yeah. But like, you weren't like, I feel like you everybody does that. White claws. I feel like with every this, with this mustache. I feel like everybody does it. Yeah, I've done it. You've done it, right? Yeah. That's like a thing that all guys would probably do, right? It's just be like, I wonder. Like, it's such an iconic stash. So you all kind of want to know what you look and like in it. Infamous stash. Yeah, the infamous stash. Have you ever done it, David? No. You've never shaved. David just never... got his first mustache like last week. I did. I ordered it on Amazon. Oh, also, honestly, you would have a thick Hitler stash if you tried. Also, look, hey. I can hear it through my headphones. Not and, and when I say through my headphones, I mean it's so loud that I can hear it from outside my headphones. Hear what? The squeaking. Wait, did no one like my topic? The creaking. I did like it. Okay, well you didn't comment on it. Yeah, I didn't like it. <clears throat> well, yeah, because you don't want to be judged. Who doesn't like a topic about Hitler? <laughs> Who doesn't like Hitler? I, I can think of a couple people. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of a few million. A, a couple groups specifically. <laughs> Millions. Also, no. Look, I put WD forty on the chair, so it'll stop. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Look at Matt's doing work for this podcast. Yeah, I'm putting in the hours. I really need you guys both to step it up. I, I'll understand we put in hours when you bring some fucking white claws for once. This is a hot mess. You're, you, when you talk about this, what? Your laziness is killing me. Killing me. I must express your little bitch, little bitch. I want. I can't remember the rest of the song, but I can't. I mean, that already wasn't the real song. Oh yeah, but it was my version from Matthew. It was Matthew's version, of my version from Matthew's song. All right, let's uh, let's <laughs> roll it. This, let's get dude. into this. David. Fuck this dirty shit, <laughs> David. Roll the intro. I'm drum. I'm drummer. All right, we're back. What's going on, everybody? Week number 17. 17. Those are two numbers right there. <laughs> One and seven. One and seven. And you and know what? You know what? That is a beautiful day. You want to know why? Why? Because next month. Oh, wait. Are we, we still in February? Yes. Yes. In, in April. April 17th. Yep. What happens if you subtract it by 10? Yep. It's April 7th. Yep. And you know what day that is? What day is that, Dalton? It's Matthew Drum's motherfucking birthday, So, bitch. everybody, next month on April 7th, we're going to throw a huge party, and it's going to be great when and then when you, next if, month is April 7th. And then, <laughs> and then add that 7 plus, add, add 9 to that 7. Add 9 to that 7. So, we're sitting at 16 now. And you know what day that is? What day? Anniversary day. Wow. Yep. Of? My, me and my girlfriend. It's more special than Matt's birthday, but oh. you know Matt's birthday is still up there. Okay, but you know, 
It's just if he brought white claws today, I would have been okay with it. Okay. Well, Dalton, just so you know, next month is gonna be March. So I love well, that I, you. I said to... for fucking April. Yeah, but you said next month in April. I'm gonna cut you, dude. Yeah. With what? I got a sword. What? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm kind of proud of you. Um, I got a sword on Sunday for my birthday. Um, from Man, your birthday was um, my birthday was January. two months ago in January. Right? Yeah, it came from Italy. <laughs> what, what's so fucking? <laughs> That's clearly a fake laugh, Matthew. It came from Italy. Uh, it came from Italy. That's why it took so long. I thought The Witcher takes place in Romania. It's like right next to it. Seems unauthentic to me, if you ask me, but whatever. Yeah. You can't even kill anyone Not with even it. sharp, bro. <laughs> I checked it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the... Oh, well, no. It's the one that kills monsters, right? Yeah. Oh, so sorry. maybe you don't need it sharp to kill monsters. That's canon. That's canon. Yeah. It's not. But it's a cool <laughs> sword. And I appreciate Jerry's mother and Joey getting it for me. You appreciate so Jessica I grandma got it for you. Jessica's, you are you are struggling bro, today. I've had a day. Yeah, tell me about it. What happened? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, cool. All right. Well, and <laughs> <laughs> that's a Dalton's day, everybody. <laughs> hey, uh, so we've gotten over like a thousand something listens. We should reintroduce ourselves really quick, kind of what the podcast is about. So I completely disagree. They know what I'm about. All right. Fucking gains. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. If you are new to this podcast, uh, first of all, thank you so much for listening. I'm Drum. I'm Drummer. And we are two brothers. brothers. Yeah. Uh, I'm older. Wow, look at um, that. You guys got that like communicative link. Yeah, we're pretty close. We kind of like finish each other's sentences. Sandwiches. Okay. Yeah, pretty close, man. It's, I didn't even probably, give him a chance to finish his <laughs> sentence. Yeah, you went really fast. So you I were catching on. I had uh, time to think about it. Yeah, so this is a podcast about two brothers, our relationship, and uh, we're here with one of our closest friends who's essentially family at this point and is an annoying-ass dog. And uh, yeah, we just kind of sit down and talk and just kind of catch up and talk about random stuff. So if you're here, enjoy it. If not, thank you for your time. Hope you enjoy your other podcast. But um, let's get but into it. But you're wrong. There's no other podcast. We're the only ones. So Dalton, we have grown up together. Yes, Matthew. We've had a lot of adventures. Mm-hmm. A lot of stories have been made. Stories have been told, and and I feel like we've had a lot of dogs. We've, we've gone through. We, we've we've, gone we've through had some dogs. We haven't gone through them. They've lived their <laughs> life with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but I feel like we should dive into maybe some other pets that people don't really know about. We talked about my crab. Talked about the turtle. Matt had crabs, and we talked about. Did we talk about Barnabas? Yeah, we talked about Barnabas. Talked about the turtle, the turtle that ran away. Yeah, we talked about Barnabas. No. We haven't talked about. We haven't talked about Barnabas. We didn't talk about him having. Sex we literally with... only talked about. Wait, what? So growing up, Dalton and I had, we grew up with a turtle and it was an African cicada. So these turtles grow up. Wait, and they, wait, wait, wait. You got to say how dad got them. I, I'm getting to it. I'm giving them some backstory and then I'll get to how he got it. I'll tell, I'll talk about the turtle. I'll do the boring part. You do the fun part and you tell them where. I don't want to do the fun part. Why? Because you, you fucked up his name for me. I can't remember the original <laughs> name. <laughs> That's a good one too. Okay. So there was... <laughs> There was this pet shop down the street, and the uh, owner of the shop was an Asian man, and he had pets all over the place in the store, mainly fish. What's his name, Matt? Um, his name was Peter. And so, my so my dad goes, and he were walking around because he had a fish tank at the time, and we were there for some some pets or whatever. And my dad sees this back room in the back corner, and the door slightly open. So my dad peeks his head back there, and he sees this other guy, another worker back there, and he's in this like um, suit, but he has all these 
turtles and they have all these like snakes and stuff like all back there but my dad could tell that he wasn't supposed to like be the back there so my dad walks into the back and he sees this guy there and the guy gives him this look like you're not sir you're not supposed to be back here and my dad sees all these little turtles so my dad comes from a background of being a hellion and mischief maker a what a hellion the fuck is a hellion you've never heard that term before somebody that raises hell everything no. you wanted to be growing up no so dudes that have the, like the pin sticking out of their face who the fuck are you talking about a hellraiser no that's a scary guy it's a scary guy. <laughs> Anyways, so my dad goes, hey, what are those things? Or what are those like little turtles? Get away, you hellion. And so the guy basically tells him it's his African cicada, and they're technically at least – actually, I don't actually know if this is true. They, it was Supposedly they were illegal, supposedly they were in, the illegal in the United States. So my dad bought one for like a, a couple hundred dollars well, United or States or California because you don't know California is like super strict. I like so. how your dad finds out something is like incredibly illegal and, wants and it. goes – yeah, I'll give you like five hundred dollars for that. Yeah, because I mean, I, no, it was less than that. I think it was like two hundred or something. Anyway, so he gets this like really, really big. It wasn't a, it wasn't a terrarium for like or whatever it's called. I mean, he was uh, he was a baby. So, it was a, yeah, it, it was a little terrarium, like a forty gallon. Yeah, but it was like a makeshift one. Like Dad had to like cut out the top and put yeah. a heating lamp and stuff like that. But so we had this turtle named Barnabas, and where he was positioned when he was little was in the kitchen. And he was around all that activity, and Dalton and I were two young, uh, young kids, just you know, growing up. So there's always ruckus in the house, like yeah. always something always going on. Always feed him lettuce. Too. Yeah, always gave him lettuce. Whenever we had the chance. And so then he got too big, so we put him in the backyard. But what's cool was was that since he was around us all of the time, he was very social. So a lot of times you'd open the door, and Barnabas would just be laying there, kind of literally like a dog, like being yeah. laying next to our dog Pongo at the time, waiting to come back in. But Barnabas. It was a horny little bastard. Mm-hmm. And so Dalton and I had soccer balls and basketballs in the back. And we'd all, and there'd be a couple times where I'd come outside and Barnabas would be laying on his back. So I would like freak out and I'd run over and he was big. He was like getting really big. So I'd flip him over and he'd go. So I remember one day I just hear in the back this like. Ah, ah, ah. And me and my mom walked to the sliding glass door and we're standing there. And I go, mom. What's why is Barnabas trying to play soccer? And what he did was he had roll he had like mounted the soccer ball and was essentially rolling the soccer ball on his belly and moaning. He was having sex with my soccer ball. And my You could say he was a soccer for love. That I don't know what you were trying to go for, but <laughs> like it a sucker didn't work. for love. Oh, soccer. Oh. Hey, that's pretty good. You, Thanks. You know yeah. it's bad when David has to tell you that i just i was gonna fucking say it anyways so so he he does so he would do that and my mom was like uh he's just trying to play soccer matthew i was like okay never thought of it ever again yeah just the turtles trying to play soccer that makes sense yeah (laughs) like literally dude it wasn't until like later on like not until like i was in college we watched the family video and like my dad had like filmed it or whatever and so he was the type of turtle where he would dig tunnels so there was one time where i remember for like three or four days he was just gone and we thought that he had gone to some corner in the backyard and he was just there. But I remember being like, what the hell? Where's my turtle? Like walking around. So my turtle ran away. He was gone for like three or four days. And so a couple doors down from my house was a vacant house. And it was rumored to have been haunted and nobody lived there. Right. We had like that house on our street. Wherever we would go in there. So we would naturally go and explore and see what was going on and stuff like that. So I remember one time I went. And it was during the time that Barnabas was gone. So I go into the backyard and I am walking around and all of a sudden I just see him laying there. And I go, what the hell? So Barnabas had dug a tunnel underneath our neighbor's house 
and then ended up digging it up a tunnel into the vacant house. Mm -hmm. But what's crazy is that there was like all this lettuce and food around him. So I think there was a squatter there that was like essentially found this turtle and was like taking care of him and stuff like that. So I was like, what the hell, Barnabas? So I just like turned him around and pushed him back in the hole. I was like, go home. So he went back and he went home. But that's not the only fun animal that we've had. So I know you guys know about Zuko. We had talked about. What was the fun thing that you're going to let Dalton talk about? Oh, he wanted to talk about my dad going into the back. No. So, Matthew. Oh. Um, I do not remember that. When I had Zuko, I had to go to the same guy that sold my dad the turtle. Oh. <laughs> and his name was Peter. Matt told me his name was Chin. <laughs> he was an Asian um, man. He was an Asian man. And I was like, oh, all right. Chin, I get it. Whatever. <laughs> so. Every day, I would go in there like once a week, most likely to get to get the worms for Zuko. And I every time I walk in, go, "Hey, Chin," he would always give me this look, like, "What?" Like he just didn't he like didn't get it, but also he didn't care enough because you you were buying stuff. He was a salesman; he did yeah. not care. Yeah, so he never really told me, "Oh, my name's Peter." He was like, "Oh, hey, what's up, Dalton?" And like I'm like, "Okay, like whatever." So I he, I would buy everything from him, and then I would like just kind of keep going and this lasted almost a year and a half yeah, that's a of while. me calling him chin and there were times where i would go in i look at the fish and i would talk to chin about all the fish and we would have a conversation and we'd go through everything and you know we had a, like i we were like we could talk you know it was like <laughs> we were good acquaintances you know this whole time i thought my racist ass thought he was fucking chin and i'm like what the hell so finally matt goes matt goes hey don are you gonna go to peter later I need to get something. And I was like, what do you mean go to Peter? I'm like, who the fuck is Peter? And he goes, oh, no, you did And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, have you been calling him Chin this whole time? And I'm like, who is Peter, Matthew? And I'm starting to get worried. Like, Matthew, don't tell me I've been fucking racist this whole time without you fucking telling me the truth. And he's like, dude, his name's Peter. His name's not even close to Chin. And I was like, what the fuck, Matt? And it was like, I was so embarrassed to go back in there. I did. I never went back. I went and got the food at Petco. I spent that money. I was like, <laughs> no, fuck that. I felt so bad. So I felt so bad. I was so embarrassed. I was like, yo, I've been calling you Chin for a year and a half. And Jess has too. Because I told Jess his name was Chin. <laughs> I can only imagine what he's thinking. He's like, yeah, I know. I got, I got this, this guy and his son comes in a lot. Super chill dude. He's like a super cool guy. Keeps calling me Chin though. He keeps <laughs> like I, I can't tell if he's if he's racist or you know I don't know what's up with this like, kid. Yeah, but just me walking in Blake face going, "What's up, Chin?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like come on. He could have just fucking told me. God, I was so mad. I was so mad at myself for falling for that. But like he he never never did anything about it. He never looked at me and was like, oh, that's not my name. Or like, what'd you call me? Like, he never did any of that. He hey just, man, that green's flowing in. It was like six bucks. It wasn't even that expensive. A week. If that. It depends when Zuko wanted to eat and if he was shedding. And if he didn't hate you. Oh, that was, that was always. That was, that was the only. That reminds constant. me of, uh, that reminds me of Chris, the lifting coach. And the first couple of weeks that Dalton knew Chris, the lifting coach. Oh, Mr. Chikara. Mr. Chikara. I, I thought his he, is, he, is, he owns a weightlifting gym called Jakara, and so I thought that was his last name. Like because he if Dalton ever owns anything, it's going to be named after himself in some way, I shape, mean, or form. Hint, drum Look and drummer. Look at Miles. <laughs> yeah. You know, drum and drummer, Miles. You know, it's all named after me. So naturally, I thought his name was Chris Jakara or Mr. Jakara. <laughs> 
Apparently, that's not it. I still don't know his last name. I'm nope. sticking to Jakar. But bunnies. So we also had rabbits. Do you remember our rabbits, Dalton? They were bunnies, Matt. Do you remember our rabbits, Dalton? What's the difference? Your age, your maturity level. <laughs> yeah. Between a bunny and a rabbit? Yeah. I actually don't know. I think bunny's younger. Also, I love when we have these conversations because everybody sends me texts and corrects me on what. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, our cranberries and raspberries. Cranberry stuff. Bro, people Whoa. are passionate about their cranberries. Like, yeah, they are fucking. How dare you get fruit wrong? <laughs> mom, mom sent us a definition of a upset. cranberry. Yeah. Oh, did she really? She sent yeah. us the wiki, the Wikipedia page. I was like, mom, this is obviously not factual. Whoa, cranberries are so big that they have their own Wikipedia page. Bro, it doesn't take a lot to have a Wikipedia page at this point. I probably have one. We should make our own Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. So we got. So two- is it really just? The same exact thing? I don't know, I guess. What about a hair? I mean, you have a laptop in front of you guys, so you look it up. Yeah, but I like it better when we don't look these up. And we just right. we just become experts in like our the own. free ball it? Yeah. I like that. All right. Yeah. No, okay. So I'm thinking, to me, rabbits are grown-up bunnies. Bunnies are babies. I feel like yeah, bunny anything that ends like, in a Y like, is like the young version. You know, you have like a like you have like a pit bull. Then you have like a miniature pit bull, which is like just a baby pit bull that never really grows up. Just a pity. Yeah, it's just a, like a tiny. It's called pit. a pity. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a bully. It's like, or you have like the like the American bulldog, and then you have the English bulldog. But you got a, you got a baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have small size, like fun size, and then you have the normal size. Bunnies are the fun size of the rabbits, okay. and if they're different breeds, bunnies are like the miniatures of the rabbits. But either way, bunnies are the baby ones, the cute ones. And hairs. The fuck is a hair? No, the hairs are the ones with the big ears. I think that's a jackrabbit, but okay. Jack Can I rabbit. continue with the story, Do you think please? they have jack bunnies? Just imagine a bunny just fucking rip. <laughs> just fucking just, jacked his shit. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Matthew, when we used to go to the desert, we had this razor. And it was during... Whenever Nobody East, knows what a razor is. A Dalton, razor scooter? A razor. A razor. <laughs> a scooter? We have ACVs. We just take our scooters out to the <laughs> desert and push around. No, the razors are like these four-wheelers that like you could take you know two to four people in. And you could just drive it around. And you you could just fly in that thing. So you go in the desert and you're riding around. And when we are at... I think it was Barstow or something like that. There was a bunch of grass. And it was like super green. It was around Easter time. And so one time, you know, it was like, it's called jackrabbit season. So we were driving around and you never saw the rabbit, but you always saw its ears. Ears were so fucking big. So you're driving around and my dad was driving and he saw the ears of a jackrabbit. He goes, Dalton, jackrabbit, floors it and starts to chase the jackrabbit. Dude, that thing fucking Those flew fast, dude. so fast, so fast. And we we did that for all, like we were pretty entertained by that. So we did that for like maybe three hours. Yeah, and just chase this jackrabbit. Just chasing jackrabbits. You just drive around till you see ears pop out of a bush, and then you just floor it. But you 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 never catch them. Like there's no way ever. Like and you, like but you're going straight, and then it makes like goes straight and then darts left, and you you can never. Yeah. you can't really kill it yeah so our our grandma is literally the grandmother from napoleon dynamite and she goes out to the dunes and she goes out to the desert every or she used to uh not anymore but she did it every year so uh every year after thanksgiving the day after our tradition was we'd get up and we'd drive out to the desert and we'd go ride atvs and hang out with grandma. we did some crazy stuff up there yeah it was fun and you guys all owned your own atvs well, I, our grandma bought so our amount. our step-grandfather's a gearhead Nice. So uh, he had some already, and then when they thought we might be interested, they straight up went out and bought some. And I mean, we love them, but we just have, don't have the time to go out there right anymore. So. But unlike the jackrabbits, uh, we had two bunnies, yes. and these bunnies very quickly became known within our neighborhood. Do you remember their names? 
I don't. I, I have no idea. I can't remember their names at all. We didn't have them for very long. Yeah, it was during the Pongo time period. We had Pongo too. Yeah, but the reason why was because every Friday night we had just gotten these new gates put in at the house, mm-hmm. and there was about I don't know an inch of a gap from the bottom. And every Friday night for like three months, these rabbits would get out somehow, some way. They'd get out, and. All of our neighbors would come out of their house and we would corral these damn rabbits and you'd have people f- like falling down in their lawns to try and catch them and stuff like that. They were quick. Too. They were so fast. They so just, they did not give a shit. They just ran everywhere. And then I remember there was one night where Pongo didn't like the, the bunnies. Like she would chase them. She would bite them. There was one night where we were all just watching TV and my dad goes, oh shit. And you hear it. And we're like, what was that? And it was like a really high squeak, like high, like a really high pitched squeak. Pongo has the bunny by its tail and is just shaking it around, like as much as much as like Pongo could. Yeah. And that poor little bunny was just flying like a motherfucker. Don, do you remember having birds? I, I might have been too young. I remember, I remember one of the birds got out. But I always remember my mom. We would be going to school and we sit in the car, and there would always be this bird that would come back and always sit on the gate. Uh-huh. And my mom would go, that used to be our bird. And I went, what? And she's like, yeah, you know, it got out, but it still comes every once in a while. And then it will go away again. Yep. And I, I would always see that bird growing up yep. all the time, actually. Mm-hmm. It would always sit there in the morning and just watch us leave. But so no. we had a love bird. And I was young. And bird. I was really into the movie called Polly. So I got a bird and I named the bird Polly. This was the most evil fucking love bird in the entire world. What's up with you and getting these like just Dude, bastard I have, creatures? I have no idea. And it's not like it's a new thing. Like I'm talking, I'm maybe like six. So we get this bird, we bring it home, we have a bird cage for it, and we go to feed it. But I remember my dad going to feed it and this bird attacked my dad's hand. Now my dad, if you guys don't know my father, his nickname is the albino rhino. He's standing at a tall 5'8", and 90% of it is muscle. And so my dad's a tough guy. Like, my dad's a badass. This bird made my dad, like, scream, like, as if he was, like, truly in pain. So much so that anytime my dad would feed the bird, he'd have to go put on these fucking, like, welder gloves to try and feed the bird. And this bird was just angry. Like, it was just so mad. So one day... My dad's doing yard work in the backyard, and I am doing something, and I run out, and my dad pulls me aside, and he goes, hey, Matt, I'm going to hang the birdcage outside. Like, we had a little hook, so he was just going to put the birdcage outside. He goes, it's a bird, and probably needs some fresh air. I'm like, okay, dad. So we hang it up, and I look at it, and I go, oh, cool. And then I go back inside, and I'm playing with Dalton or playing video games or something, and I come back out about an hour later. The birdcage is, like, open, and the bird's gone, and my dad's like, Matt. The bird flew away. It, it got out. Like, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, super sad. And I remember, like, it could have been any bird. But I remember seeing a bird and, like, thinking that that was my bird. And I was trying to call it back or whatever. So that happens and my bird's gone. And I have to deal with the loss of a bird at the age of six, right? It flew away. And I was super, super sad. Now let's fast forward about 12 years. My beautiful girlfriend Monique is over. She's at the dinner table. We're all talking. You're talking. We're just having a good time. Just having a conversation. And then all of a sudden, my mom is talking, and somehow the topic of birds get gets brought up. And my mom goes, oh, yeah, like that evil bird that Matt used to have named Polly. Yeah, it was so mean that, like, we had to let it go. And I'm cooking, and I remember stopping, and then I, I, I look over at my mom, and Monique's like, oh. And then she kind of looks at me, and I go, wait, what are you talking about, mom? Polly flew away. 
and my mom gives me this look dun, like dun, like a little like deer in headlights like oh shit i just got caught i'm like what do you mean and then my dad walks over and i go what do you mean you let polly go <laughs> and then i was like you took the birdcage outside because you said the bird needed fresh air. <laughs> so what happened was I like sat down. I made them tell me the story. So my dad took the birdcage outside and said, Matt, the bird needs air. And he and he's all, you're dumbass, believe me, and said, okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm six. What do you expect? Once I go inside, my dad opens the cage and starts to shake it, trying to get the bird out. But the bird won't get out. So finally... He shakes it enough to where the bird hops out, gets on top of the door, and starts climbing all over the cage, right? Trying to bite my dad. And so my dad's like, what the hell? So finally, the bird flies off, and it goes, and it flies on top of the brick wall. And my dad's trying to get rid of the bird before I see, right? So my, Where are you doing all this? I'm inside playing with Dalton. Oh, okay. So my dad finally shoes the bird away, and the bird flies away. And my dad goes, sweet, that's over with. Okay, I'll, I'll deal with it later. So he's outside doing yard work. Seven minutes later, he walks inside for some water, and there's a knock at the door. My dad opens the door, and our neighbor behind the house saw the commotion. He thought my dad was trying to catch the bird, so he caught the bird and brought it back. The best part is that the bird didn't attack this guy at all. Like, at all. He just, like, got captured and then got brought back home. So then my dad's like, he bring, it was literally like a horror movie. He brings this demon bird back to me. So finally, my dad grabs it. He goes, oh, oh, yeah, thank you so much. And then finally he goes, and then he releases Polly, and Polly takes off or whatever. And I just remember being like, what the hell? I can just imagine just the bird, this, this bird just being such a douchebag to your dad. Where this guy comes over and your dad's like staring at the bird because there's no bite marks on him. Yep. Like, and the bird just like, the bird just like, I'm back, fucker. It's just you. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey. But I do think that that's when like my fear of birds started because I didn't want to feed it because it would always attack me. I would feel like your dad probably didn't have high expectations after um, you so readily believing that the bird needed fresh air. I remember. That's why he, he was in the cage. <laughs> I remember we go fishing and every time we go fishing. We would go to Gladstone. Bro, that fucking bird. Every time. Go where? We go to Gladstone. Uh, Gladstone. What's it called? No, not Gladstone. Not Gladstone. Pudding Stone. Pudding Stone. We went to Pudding Stone, and we would go start fishing there, and Mom would have a picnic table, and Matthew would be sitting down eating, and I'd be with Dad, and we'd be <laughs> fishing, and I would look back, because I would hear like, ah, 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 Mom! And Matthew's getting chased by three fucking ducks <laughs> running down, and my dad is trying to get him, like, Matt, just stop. Don't stop chasing you. Just stop. Just, just stop. Don't stop chasing you. <laughs> <laughs> stop for like a whole hour it's like 6 30 in the morning Bro. my dad would like to get there early and so it was like 6 30 in the morning fucking matthew's running away from these fucking ducks and i was like well well matt matt, matt get your son matthew get your son and it was a fucking mess of a commotion i want a fish jackie <laughs> and like it was just the best so i remember we literally left at seven o'clock because Matthew, <laughs> Matthew couldn't stop running away with the damn ducks. He was so horrified. So that every time we would go to Glad a pudding stone after that, Matthew would sit there like on the bench just like looking at the ducks. He's traumatized. Yeah, and I would Whoa. and I would get I would get the bread and I would just slowly feed the ducks closer so and closer. Be like, Matt, look what's happening. The ducks are coming for you and I would throw the, the, the bread closer and closer to Matthew and he would flip out. It was so funny. It was so funny. The ducks never got him, but he just was horrified. It was fucking hilarious. They were just stalking you? 
Yeah, like I don't, I can't. Remember. So the reason why I, so I don't like ducks. Like that is like not a fear of mine, but I just don't. Like I've gotten much better. I don't know, but, man. It sounds kind of like a fear of yours. But the the reason why I started is because we would go to Pudding Stone and we'd feed the ducks, right? So we throw bread and they'd, they'd eat it. So I wanted to pet a duck. <laughs> so I remember feeding the duck and it, this one duck was super chill. It came over to me. And so I'm feeding it. And so I went to go pet it. And the duck, being the duck, bit my hand. But it traumatized me. It freaked me the fuck out. I thought me and this duck were tight. Like, I was like, hell yeah, cool. I'm feeding you. You're going to let me pet you. It's going to be a beautiful transaction. It did not go like that. I bent down to go pet it. It bit my hand. I think it more startled me than actually hurt. Like, it didn't really hurt that bad, but it just scared me. So ever since then, any type of that plus Polly gave me bird traumatization. <laughs> just fat running away from ducks. <laughs> the funniest shit ever. So now whenever me and Jess go anywhere and we see a bunch of birds running around or like Didn't you go somewhere flying. where it was like an entire aviary? Yeah, yeah. Aviary, aviary. And we're like we're like, oh man, Matthew would hate this. <laughs> I would be so funny. When uh Or was it you? You and Monique went. We went to the Aquarium of the Pacific. So I so it was the first summer after high school and I was working for my dad. So I was shoveling and I was like basically sweeping parking lots. And I remember I wanted to take Monique on like a larger date at the time. And so I remember she loves animals. She's like fucking Snow White. She wakes up and all the animals are outside her window. So I saved hey, up. Calm the fuck down. I, poopy I'm, window. I'm not serious. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm dead serious. You're I'm not, not serious. I'm not. That was a fucking lie. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> no, so I saved them enough money for tickets, and we ended up going. Super, super fun day. That place is so much fun. I like it a lot. Stop. Um, Don't tell the story. It takes forever. We're here to hang out, Dalton. <laughs> I'm so, joking. So we get, to the, we get to the birdcage, right? And we're in line. So Dalton, why are you in such a bad mood? I don't like your mood right now. Yeah. I don't like your vibes. You serious? Like your energy levels are so low right now. Anyways, so uh, Monique and I are in line and for they have this like, Monique loves animals, right? So there's this huge cage and there's all these birds in it and you can walk through and you can take nectar and the birds will come land on you so they can like eat the nectar. So Monique doesn't get nectar because that's the trade off. Like if we're going in there, we're not getting nectar because I don't want, you already attract all the animals. I don't, you don't need any help. So we walk in and I feel bad because like I'm not enjoying this at all and she is, but also too like she wants to get out of there because she knows I'm not enjoying it, but we both want to take care of each other. So we're like trying to, you know, compromise. So I remember standing there and none of the birds are paying attention to me, but they're flying all over the place. I'm extremely uncomfortable. And there's this one bird that's just like chilling right there on the railing. So I like get a little closer and this bird seems cool. So I put my hand out to pet it. (laughs) This bird gets fucking pissed. (laughs) It comes up. It starts flapping its wings in my face. All of these other birds, all of a sudden, his, his friends, his little crew, are all around my head. And I literally am I'm putting my head down, and I'm going, Monique, Monique. And one of them comes right in front of my face. And so I like go to like push it away, but it looks like I'm trying to punch the bird. So all the workers are like, sir, sir, please stop. Don't hurt the birds. I'm like, motherfucker, these birds are about to hurt me. <laughs> so then Monique sees this commotion, right? She's had, she has like three birds on her fucking arm. She's feeding them. And then all of a sudden she sees, looks over, and there I am fighting a gang of birds. So she goes over. She has her jacket. She puts her jacket over my head, puts my head down, and pushes me and like walks with me all the way out to the back. We get out. I'm all out of breath. I'm all traumatized like I just made it out of a horror movie. It's miserable. <laughs> Dalton, what do, we, what do you want to do your 30-second review on today? I would have no idea. All right, Matt, what's he going to do his 30-second review on? Bad attitudes. No. Low vibes. No. Okay, wait. Hold on. 
I have not had low a bad attitude or low vibes. Dalton. Bro. Okay, look, Dave, shut the fuck up for a minute. Okay? Matthew. What? You come in here. Yeah. No white claws in hand. Uh-huh. You sit down on your phone. Yep. You don't talk for 35 minutes. That is Me and David true. are trying to have a conversation, but David takes three years to fucking watch any type of TV show. Uh-huh. So I have nothing to talk about with David when I'm so excited to talk about Star Wars. Uh-huh. Okay? These three things. Is that three things? Yeah. Yeah. These three things have affected me tremendously. Will you talk to me about that in 30 seconds? After a review? No, no, no. no he no. wants you to do that Review for those three review. things. What was my three things? I forgot. What I, said. I have no idea. Talking out of my ass half the time. So. Okay. 30 second review. Let's, uh, let's, do, do, let's you, do candles. <laughs> let's do candles. I was going to say do your sword. No, no, no. Let's do candles. I don't like candles. Okay, then. It's review. a review. You don't have to like it. It's just a review. <laughs> All right. All right. We're here with Dalton's 30 second reviews. Second reviews with three, two, one. Go, no, 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 no. All right, guys. Today's 30 second review is going to be candles. Candles are fucking stupid because you have cologne for a reason and you have perfume for a reason. There's no need to have candles. You could literally put car air fresheners in your house and it'll smell the same as a candle and probably last longer. Since they all run out at some point in time, why do you even need candles? Just literally get an air freshener and put it, in your, put it on your fan. Put, on, put your air freshener on the fan called a fan freshener and then all of a sudden you have great smelling air the rest of the time and you don't have to buy more well maybe every other month or so but still that's my 30 second review just imagine all the little trees hanging around dalton's house <laughs> like when he gets his own place like guys i got my own house <laughs> and just little it'd be black ice that's the only air freshener dalton buys that is all right this week on our favorite segment is, is it, it canon, bro? That's some good harmonies on that one. We didn't even count down. I, I didn't even you look did at him. <laughs> He's so mad at me. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong? I'm just tired. Oh, Honestly, okay. I'm just tired. Me too. This week on Is It Canon, bro, we have mermaids. Mermaid man. We, we talked on, about that during Maggie, that. She's, she needs to stop walking around. Maggie, stop hydrating yourself. Come here. <laughs> you can hear her. Maggie, mama. Come here. Come lay down. Come lay down. This come is on. a house of dogs. David, can you move for her so she can come lay down, please? That's what she's waiting for. Thank you. Lay down. Lay down. We talked about mermaids that last one. The last Mermaid Man and right? Barnacle Boy. And we talked about like literally everything. No, are, you, are, you, are you Mermaid hey, Man or Barnacle Boy? Hey, hold on. Huh? On a real note. What? After I watched Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, I would try and find the invisible car. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? They just jump and they're sitting in it. I'm going to do that. You try and find it on the show? No, in real life. Oh, in real life. Yeah, David. Yeah. I was a kid. So <laughs> I walked out to the front of my grandparents' house, and I ran. I was like, I just, it's, it's right there. I jumped, and I act, like I just jumped for it and just sat like I was sitting in the car, and I, my ass hit the ground. And that's when I realized how much it hurts to hit your tailbone Yeah, straight on the ground. Yep. Hurts a lot. Real hard. Real hard. Takes people out for weeks. Yeah. I mean, I was a kid, so I was like, oh, I just have a sore butt. Yeah, that should hurt. Kids are invincible, man. Yeah, they just fall off the roof. If get you back just up. if you just don't cry, <laughs> if you don't like worry about them when they like severely injure themselves, they'll just pop up and be like, "Oh, okay, I guess it doesn't hurt." Dalton, what's up? Dalton wasn't an invincible child. Why? I broke all my bones. He man. broke all of his bones. Really? I, yeah, I broken got... a lot of bones. Yeah. Uh-oh. No, I no, I okay. The main one was your arm. I mainly I I shattered my my arm. Yeah, a couple yeah. times. 
No, I shattered it once, but I like it like was pretty bad to where like I guess I was at some some church thing. I don't know what we, it was. We were at a church event, and then all of us there was a group of us kids, and we were all together. And there was one kid who was like way bigger than the rest of us, and so he would lay down, and he did it to a bunch of us. He like yeah. laid down. We all we sat on his feet. Oh. And he would like launch oh, yeah, us. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Cool thing. His feet, yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, so we we were all doing it, and so Dalton did it, and he launched Dalton, right? But higher than the rest of the kids. Yeah, because Dalton, so was, Dalton, Dalton was the lightest one out of all of us. So he launched Dalton super high, and when Dalton fell, was he this landed. before your um, before your Chubbs era? Yeah, this is. I was like six. Yeah, or he was seven. really young. And so he launched him, and then Dalton fell, and he I landed on his arm. I remember being so high in the air, being like, how the fuck am I going to land? Yeah. All the kids were like going up like a few feet and landing, but I flew. Yeah, he flew. I can't even explain. I felt, to me, it felt like I was like 20 feet in the air, but in reality, I was maybe like eight feet, nine and feet in the air. You're still you pretty, pretty high. high. Yeah. High enough to shatter your arm. Yeah, and like I landed right on it. Yeah. And so it broke. And so, yeah. and so, but, but the, like, I didn't, I didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. Dalton just like sucked it up. Right. And so not really. Mom told me to not worry about it. Well, Dalton would tell my parents like my, my arm hurts. But the thing was, is that Dalton complained about everything all the time. No, I didn't. So we didn't believe him. So he, we went a whole weekend of him complaining about his arm. No, a whole week and a half. Was it really that long? Yes. Oh, it went a long time before. <laughs> before. Realized, hey, maybe Dalton's arm is fucking <laughs> broken. <laughs> It's puffy this whole time. Dalton won't stop holding and it. The worst part he is like, cradles his arm. The worst part is that I told Dalton, I was like, bro, you just got to move it around and work it out. So I would grab Dalton's yeah. hand. Oh, I fuck. would move it in a circle and Dalton would be screaming. I remember that shit hurting stop. so bad. <laughs> like that's like, it, that shit hurt, yeah. dude. And they never, they never, mom didn't notice. And I was like, mom, my arm hurts. She's like, let's just go to the doctors. Dalton, let's just go to the doctors. We go to the doctors. They're like, oh, let's get some x-rays. Get some x-rays. They're like, yeah, his arm is like shattered. We need to give him a cast now. And she's like, how long has he been talking about it? And mom's like, a week, like maybe a little week and a half, maybe. And my mom's always on top of it. She was always, like, she was always. like that mother that was always on top of her shit. Yeah. And this is the one time. I think this is the reason why. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. This, this is the one time where she was like, oh, I fucked up. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Dalton also fucking milked that for forever no i <laughs> yes didn't. you did no i how didn't. many milkshakes did you get mom my my remember when you forgot that's because that mom felt broken? bad bitch the mom <laughs> fucking hooked me up I, I like yeah okay i take advantage of some things some situations i'm not gonna lie just say milkshakes though that's the weirdest thing to milk Dal- why do you think dalton's lactose intolerant he had enough of it when he was a kid for a lifetime yeah I drink, a no lot more. Of, I drink a lot of chocolate shakes so dalton when you were resting or when you were sick did you like ever watch any any movies you ever watch any Disney movies? Yeah. Hey, David, tell me if tell me if you could uh, call out this movie. You ready? Yeah. Quiet. What? Monsters Inc. is all that comes. Why to does mind. everyone say that? See, because I, it I sounds like Rod. No, you said Monsters Inc. too. No, I said Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, what? How do you? What? what? Because you know, the, I the, think Jessica said Monsters you, Inc. You know, the doctor, the guy that scratches his brain. Yeah. He said something like that, something along the lines of that. Line. Uh, why? What movie is that? It's from uh, the like sword, sword in the stone. Sword in the stone. Oh, that movie was weird. You don't like that movie? I always mix that favorites. movie up with the Black Cauldron, and they were just both super creepy and super dark. I liked the Black Cauldron like, no a lot way. growing up. 
Well, he was trying to get you to say that you've seen The Little Mermaid. Well, David, there we go. Let's just get down to it. I was going to get him there eventually. Uh, that's, that's Jessica's favorite movie. Oh. Is it really? Yeah, I don't know why. That's where I was going with this, sucks. David. Honestly, probably However, hair goals. you're terrible with transitions, and yet you don't let me do it. All right, let's... <laughs> <laughs> you rewinded. Did you just rewind yourself? He rewinded <laughs> himself for you. <laughs> Dalton, what's Jessica's favorite Disney movie? Don't you want to know what mine is first? Treasure Planet. Okay, what's Bro, Jessica's? It's a great Isn't movie. Such a great movie. Mostly because it came out on my birthday. Dalton, what's Jessica's favorite movie? There's more reasons than favorite that. Favorite Disney movie. Um, I would say... Oh, My Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> my little I think mermaid. you mixed that with My Little, little Pony. pony. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Little Mermaid. What is it? Little, little mermaid. mermaid. Little Mermaid. Just Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, Little Mermaid. Dude, do you think uh, are mermaids canon? Uh, like sirens and stuff. Yes. It's just mermaids. I think I think it's possible. Think about how much of the ocean we have not discovered. How much? I don't know. Like fucking ninety percent of it. Do you think we've discovered more space than ocean? No. No, we've discovered we haven't even discovered a percentage of space. We've never you haven't even discovered point oh one percent of space. No, there's no way. There's no fucking way, Matt. We're talking about light years and light years and light years and light years and light years of space. Does that make sense, David? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about a lot of space here. We haven't discovered any amount of a percentage of space. If only we had a NASA enthusiast that we could bring on here. Hmm. I'll, I'll start digging through our, our resources. Maybe we can find one to bring on here to really just set us straight. Just a gaping butthole space. Dalton, do you think mermaids are canon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're canon. I mean, I, I like the way they portrayed it in... Um, in space <laughs> it's i'm blanking out so hard in pirates of the caribbean i like the way portrayed in pirates of the caribbean they made him like sexy and then they freaking bit you or face off and shit um but yeah i think they're real i just don't think they're like i don't know i don't think they look human at all you know i think they have human human features as, as in like they have a face and like maybe a similar structure but they're more they're definitely more fish looking than anything they there's no way they look like a, a so human. you think they look more like the like the harry potter mermaids I've I've never watched Harry Potter. You never watched Harry Potter? I can't. I sleep through each one. Any of them? Every single one. Really? Even the first one, I can't get through it. That's wild. I didn't know that. It's so boring. I disagree, but okay. Um, I <laughs> I need Dalton's address to come fight him. <laughs> I don't think mermaids are canon, actually. Why, in why, any in any form? In any form. Why so, do you think they're all over history? Then you got to remember, it all comes from something. I mean, realistically, if I get what Matthew's saying, because it also could be just be like, what if we were fish? You know, <laughs> like, I want to be a fish. <laughs> Mermaids. Um, I don't know. I just, I mean, I feel like most of my comments on these topics are pretty surface level, but I you just. You mean critical? No, surface level. Critical. No, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't think that they're, they're canon. Like we didn't, did we come from like an amphibious species? Like. Is that one of the arguments for like, tell me about it. And then are we talking about like evolution? Like you think like we evolved into this? Yeah. But the normal train of evolution is from monkeys. It's not from fish. Uh, where do you think the monkeys came from? Great question. I don't know. Fish. We started off as like single cell organisms in the ocean and then slowly evolved until we could survive on land. So in a sense we did come from fish or at least like fish style organisms before we made it on land. Podcast I saw I saw a part. little um the little what do they call them not the unicorns 
the seahorses. I watched. I saw seahorses giving birth. Oh, where it looks like they're sneezing. Oh, bro, it's and then fucking stuff's wild. just shooting out of their stomach. Every time that that video comes on, and it comes off like quite often. Like I see, I've seen it a lot of times, and every time I just sit and watch the whole thing. He's, it comes on quite often because I saved it and I watch it a lot. <laughs> I watch it every night before I go to bed. <laughs> He the is. crazy shit about the little mermaid is the OG fairy tale. Like it's all about a mermaid, but like she sells her voice to gain legs to fall in love with the person. Yeah. And he, you know, just wholesale rejects her. He's like, no, nah, I'm into women that can talk. <laughs> I like my ladies talking. And so she's like stuck. She's like, I'm, I can never go back to being a mermaid. And I just don't have a voice she, now. She doesn't, feel, she doesn't have a place. Because she didn't succeed unless she uh, won the heart of the prince. So then the, the sea witch was like, yo, I said you need to win his heart. I didn't say how. Oh. So she killed him and took his heart. Ain't it? If you want to stab him in the heart and bathe in his blood, your legs will turn back into fish legs. Please tell me that's what she does. Um, so it said that there was like a lot of times, a lot of nights that she just kind of like stand over him contemplating. Whether or not just stick it in him. And in the end, she didn't. I feel that. So she became sea foam and she died so that he could be with this other girl. Well, I think that's a story of true love. True sacrificial love. You don't think bathing in the blood of your lover is as romantic Absolutely as... Absolutely not. Okay, have any of you guys really wanted to be a part of Hansel and Gretel? Like no. Gretel and Hansel? Yeah, I've always wanted to be a part of Hansel and Gretel because I think it'd be so cool to just have a witch just feed you as much food as possible. And then you just lose all that weight because he's toasting in the oven. We can make this happen. I mean, you know you die when you go in the oven too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure I'm delicious. So You I mean, that's a way that's the way you want to go out. Yeah, like if it's I could like have a wish eating just like feed me. way too much. And all the good stuff, like you know how good that food looked? They make some delicious like apple pies and you know, cr- anything anything with cream in it's obviously delicious. Well the story talks about candy and the story yeah. talks about like all this fun stuff. But do you think it's actually candy or do you think it's just whatever Food well, you love. It's it's funny because like apparently the witch is like supposed to be su- supposedly an illusion that she has a gross ass house. She looks disgusting. That you know her food is really just fucking plants and worms and snakes and stuff like anything from the ground. Because like how could she have all this great stuff? So she so the kids are so like young and they're so get so deceived you know by like her witchy ways and her spells that she casted. On her place, witchy ways. her witchy ways. So they just like were like, "Oh, look!" Like they were so young, they can't find the difference in it. So that's what happened. So they got like distracted, and they're like, "Oh no!" Like it's it's obviously a really nice house made of gingerbread, and uh, we're gonna go inside and eat candy canes of popcorn and uh, maybe some good steaks. You know, I don't know. I just think it'd be a lot of fun just to eat that much. And then she's like, "All right, we're gonna have you lose a lot of weight really quickly." And you might die in the process. It's the before factor that really interests me, not really the death part. I just really think it'd be cool to have somebody feed you all that food in a gingerbread house. Like in my head, it sounds fun. Okay. That's wild. The gingerbread house. That's like the best tasting kind of thing that you can think of. Matt, what would your what I would would have your a, gingerbread okay. food be? What would your gingerbread house food be? Ground turkey. Sweet potatoes. I'm just kidding. Uh, I was gonna slap you. <laughs> I was gonna get up and slap you in the face. No, it'd probably be like Oreos. I love Oreos. Just straight Oreos. Yeah. Just, what? But like double stuff, most stuff. It'd be it'd be like a different Halloween like each Oreos. Wall, each wall would be like a different of those like specialty flavors. Like mm. the front door would just be like double stuff. And then you have like the pumpkin pie. And then like the pumpkin pie one. The, uh, the, oh, what's, caramel apple? Yeah, the caramel apple one. That, that would be like a, a long ass Oh, the wall. kettle corn one? The kettle corn one that would be part of the roof. 
and then like I'd have to have a fence with just like so would you the you, fence would be the the okay. Oreo thins. Here's here's the weird thing though, because I'm talking about somebody feeding me the stuff on the table. Are you talking about eating the house? Well, she's gonna feed me, and when she wants me fat, we're gonna do it right. But if also too like I wouldn't be lured into a normal house to be fed. Like what? No, I can just go feed myself. The house obviously has to look delicious. Yeah, the the, the house has to intrigue me. And so that's, the house is Oreos just to get you in the house. But that's the witch's spell. Like you're you're so young that you're deceived so easily. Yeah. So you're naturally drawn. Like oh, I want to see what's in here. Yeah, I'm so young. I'm only 25. I'm and easily deceived. Yeah. Deceived. 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 Good God. <laughs> easily. Deceived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely Oreo house. Oreo house. What would? But what would the food be? Uh, yeah, like what would like what would she feed you? Because like I'm like pies, anything with cream, uh, anything like cream pies. Don loves his cream. Or like uh, banana cream pies, freaking delicious. I don't know. Uh, or cinnamon rolls for sure. Ooh. Cinnamon rolls are like the Costco pull aparts. No, cinnamon rolls. Straight okay. up cinnamon rolls, David. Cinnamon don't ever rolls. bring that nonsense. I don't know. Those are pretty I mean, good. Those, those are pretty those good. Are pretty those good. are really good. Definitely cinnamon rolls. A lot of cinnamon rolls. With all the frosting. Just covered in frosting. Yeah. Like, you know, like, no, you get the it's cinnamon the cinnamon roll, but every single cinnamon roll is the as, center As soft roll. as the center is? Yeah. Bro. Yeah. I just got a little horny right now. <laughs> that shit is so good. So you guys are like middle brownie people. No, I like I like corners. Ah, I'm definitely middle. Yeah, I don't I don't like the hard parts. Would there be cake in there? Or do you see a lot of cake? I'm not a big cake guy. I like yeah, ice, cream cake cake. Guy? ice cream ice cake. Ice cream cake is, but like you have to eat at a certain level too. Like you have to eat like ice cream cake at the right time. It can't you, you can't, can't just be keep too, it in the freezer too soon you know? because it's fucking hard. Yeah, you can't be too soft because then everything's all all melty. There is a small time like window. window? Yeah, yeah very small window of opportunity. It's so, not like a normal cake where you can have it the next day. You know, I mean, and it's still just the, as good you, as the first. You need to put it in the freezer, but another type of another um, mythology version of the mermaid is the Rusalki. And this is from Russia. And these are mermaids who are supposedly the gr- spirits of girls who either drowned in water or were killed somehow using water, mostly from like abortions. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's so like if, they, like if, if, baby they, if they're pregnant, no, 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 if they're, like, they're pregnant. And like you know, they don't they don't allow abortions out there. Then they just kill the girl. Holy shit! So they uh, they would lure men and then <laughs> kill them, and sometimes tickle them to death. Is that really a thing? That's yes. So sometimes they would tickle the men to death. You got anything to say about that, Matt? That's terrifying. But that's not as terrifying as the next thing that I'm reading. The selkies. Yes. Go ahead. So selkies are Irish mermaids. Okay, well, I don't they are. To the Russian thing, but. Well, what did you what want did to say? You want to say about the Russian thing? Don't ask me. If you have something to say to that, say it. I thought it was creepy. Yeah, it's just a bunch of Russian babies. Just Russian dolls. Russian babies with mermaid tails jumping out of the water trying to tickle like, you. Where the, where the fish half meets the woman half, they split. And inside is <laughs> just a smaller Russian mermaid. And then they split there and it just keeps getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> like, make it stop. Make it stop. <laughs> no, so the Selkies are Irish mermaids. They're, they are seals who peel their skin off and turn into women. Men would steal the skin and force her to marry him. What? Oh, what the fuck? So, you see, what's crazy to me is that all these cultures have a similar type of mermaid idea. You know? So, like, yes, like, also, they all could have just made this out coincidentally. But, also, is it possible that, that they've seen something that has, like, influenced them enough to write about it and put it in their culture? You know what I think? Like, I think, so, storytelling used to be a job. Like, it's before, still a job. 
Uh, yes, but in uh, storytelling in the sense of sit down, I'm going to tell you a story, right? Oh, yeah. And I think that a lot of times when people travel, like that was something that they would do. Like instead of like now we have access to the same movies everywhere. But before we didn't have access to the same stories. So I think that a lot of time travelers would go and they would go to these campfires or they would find who the best storyteller in the, the village was and they would go ask for them to, to tell them stories. So I think that it's always interesting to see how much these stories align. But I think that it comes from like people traveling, hearing these stories and then going back and then sharing the story and then just like how like, you know, like a game of telephone, like things change over time. And obviously there's going to be cultural differences that are going to play into effect when the story is there's a new rendition of the story over and over. So, yeah, it's crazy to me. No, yeah, there's like tons of oral histories now of just people that just track down and interview all these last members of their generation that mm-hmm. only had, you know, verbal stories told between families and between communities and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Salkis were just seals, and when they wanted to come on land, they would take their skin off. Do they still talk like they, seals? Uh, how do seals talk? <laughs> Super hot girl that only said that. <laughs> All right, let's just come here. Come here. So it may work. <laughs> but yeah, they like took their skin off, and underneath they were just as like these beautiful women. And so the men would find out and be like, "All right, well, if I have your skin, you can't go back into the water." And uh, they'd be like, "I promise, I'll give you your skin back if you marry me." So then she's like, "All right, I'll marry you." And then they're just like, "Ha, gotcha! Now we're married." That's stupid. It usually didn't. I think that's the worst one out of all. It the usually didn't ones. end well though, because the women would find it or would like murder the dude and then find it or their then, skin and then, and then get back into the water. water. Yeah. So definitely canon. I don't think it's canon. Dang. Totally canon. Nah. Hard disagreement. Wouldn't want to be in this house after recording ends. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to see the fights going on here. Mermaids are real. But no, yeah. Fish at Matthew all night. Just go buy a pack of fish. Goldfish. And every Matthew opens his mouth to snore. (laughs) You just wait, Matt, in the morning. You're going to see some beautiful women in your room. (laughs) (laughs) Just a bunch of dead fish on the floor. Oh, so we're like in the third week, third, fourth week of the XFL. Do you guys know that that was? Yeah, I've I've seen the highlights. I haven't really sat down to watch a game. I've never watched it. You haven't watched it? No. It looks pretty cool. They have some different rules that people. make a higher intensity, right? I have people that come up to me like, man, are you seeing the rules that the XFL is coming up with? I think the NFL should adopt it. And, like, I understand the idea, but some people just like to, like, there are just some rules that the XFL has that I just don't think would actually work in the NFL. Like what? Um, we'll give, like, a general overview of the XFL first. It's basically a, a secondary football league. I don't want to call it, like, a B league of the NFL, but that's kind of what it is. But it's more of like it's football, but they just have certain different rules. And basically the whole point is they want to make the football games safer yet more exciting. So one rule is for kickoffs, which is usually one of the more dangerous parts of a football game. It's in usually done after a scoring possession or in the beginning of a half or the beginning of the game. The teams will line up. The kicker will kick the ball all the way to the other side of the field. There's somebody who catches the ball and tries to run it back as far as they can. And the kicking team uh, gets full steam ahead to try and tackle him. So you get these amazing athletes that can get up to speed in under four seconds um, running and trying to tackle somebody at full speed while that person is running full speed the other way. So there, it's a very low scoring uh, rate on that exact play of the game. And so 
what the XFL is trying to do is one, they're trying to give more opportunities for that to be exciting and for there to be scoring opportunities. So their answer to that was to have both the teams line up closer in proximity. The kicking team cannot run to tackle the kick returner until he has already caught the ball. And the other, they're basically, instead of lining up in the formation where they're spread it out throughout the field to defend the kicker, both teams are lined up in a line. So they're closer in proximity. They're essentially thinner because um, if the line breaks, then you know either side can get through. I don't know how much it's actually helped that aspect of the game. Uh, but there's some other rules. I really haven't done too much research into it, but everybody that I've talked to is always like, the NFL needs to adopt these rules and do this and that. But I just, I don't know. Not that the NFL is perfect, but. Yeah, it's just, but it's just, it's just 10 weeks. It seems like it's just, I've heard it described as, is it's, it gives people their fix. Yeah. It gives football fans their fix between the Super Bowl and the start of spring training. Yeah. And it just covers that time. It's actually the second incarnation of the XFL. Yeah, the first yeah. time was a giant mess. I watched highlights of it the first time. Freaking horrible. Yeah. Why? Uh, when I watched it, it was very unorganized. It was created by Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. So it was supposed to be very theatrical. There's supposed to be more of a show than actual football. So when it came time to play the game, it was very – it was ran like a peewee football league. Yeah. So if you watched it, you're like, oh, those are peewee players. Like they don't, they don't know what they're doing. They just have yeah. big heads running around hitting things with it. They don't know what and, they're doing. And there's such a big talent gap from NFL to XFL that but, I, I – But really, I, it's another type of way to get into the NFL. Well, no, that's what I was going to say. I think that it's a good – development like i think it's a good b league if it ends up being that way i do see there being issues if somebody from the xfl does get you know signed on to an nfl team Mm -hmm. just because of some of the rule changes like i think i i'm pretty sure only you only have to get one foot down in bounds for it to count and that's a big problem because as a wide receiver in the nfl you have to get both feet down otherwise it doesn't count right but if you've played full-term contract on in the xfl after four or five years at some point you're your minimum is one foot. That's all you're worried about. So having to train yourself over again, I foresee that being an issue. But I like it. I mean, I, I'm always open to more football. Um, and I do think that the talent will get better as it plays out. I just hope that yeah, it, get more gets, money it gets time to mature. Yeah, right? definitely. I think if they kill it too soon, it's just going to always be that little brother that never quite took off. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I agree. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, something to watch. All right, we got we we got time for one more, and I wanna. So it's a it's a new segment that we could start every once in a while called the Sexpert. For those that I'm don't Dalton, know, the Sexpert. Dalton used to work at a sex shop. I sold sex toys. <laughs> and and as Matt so lovingly puts it, he he had the title of sex. Did you make that up, or did he actually have the title? He made that up. I made that up. <laughs> I call myself a sexpert. He's a self-proclaimed sexpert because that's what he peddled for two years. Yeah, uh, three years. I had that job for a little over three years. And so every once in a while, uh, we're going to find problems and we're going to let Dalton and Matt weigh in. Mostly Dalton because he's the one that worked there, but Dalton, uh, Matt. I'm sure Matthew knows some, a thing or two about sex, don't you, Matt? Not according to David, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're a pert in it. You know nothing, Jon Snow. But so this one's called Fiance, male 24, wants sex three times per day. I, female 21, want a compromise is it lesbians no 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 the, the ones the fiance is a male i just said female no female no. okay fiance male 24 and 
So my fiance and I are recently engaged and been together for nearly two years. It's been decided between him and I that she was going to stay. He's going to work while she stays home. That's just the way she was raised. And she's like totally cool with that. And like, that's what she wants. Dope, dope. We get along on all fronts except for one. We have arguments regarding the frequency of sex. He says that he will not compromise on expecting sex or oral sex three times a day. Once in the morning, once after work, and another before bed. If he ever gets less or she rejects him, he gets really mad and like starts arguments. And so his, his argument is that he works overtime nearly every day so that they can have a great life and so that she doesn't have to work and she can just stay home. He so says he, that, he says that sex add, adds up to only 30 minutes a day. 10 minutes per session and and that she should want to please him and he shouldn't have to compromise because anything less would make him unsatisfied and unhappy and her her side is he works hard so she takes care of the home and it's not you know it's not it's like not repaid in sex three times a day 30 minutes of sex is not the same as, as 30 minutes of housework and the physical intimacy all right is i think i get it okay. i think i get it this guy is fucking stupid. There you go. First of all, I, I don't know. I feel like that is not asshole. really his choice. <laughs> I work all day. You can't even suck my dick in the morning. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, have her want to do that. Like, that could, yeah, be, that could be like considered there's, like rape at some point, right? Yeah. Like, you're forcing someone to do something. Like, also, too, like, it's not like she's like, I mean, I don't know. Like, she makes it seem like she's not just sitting at home, you know, waiting for him to come home. Like, She's doing things around the house, you That's know, like so she's, intense. Yeah. That, I mean, like, granted, like, awesome. Like, you want to have sex three times. Awesome. Like, but I don't know if that's normal for a couple to do every day. Or compromising would be, okay, have sex one time, learn to control yourself and last for 30 minutes. There yeah. you go. You Just, know what I mean? You like, know, like, I, that's so weird. But if, if your partner ever has any issues with it, like, and you're forcing them to, you know, like yeah, that's fucked. Their libido probably may not be as high as yours, and then yeah. expecting you to. Well, the other thing is, it seems like it, it. He's he's not. You know, sex is an intimate act, and it seems he like he's he's treating it as, as a chore. Yeah, as a chore or as as a commodity, as a payment. Yeah, like a, like a rent. You know, like you want to live here, you have to fuck me three times a that's day. That's fucking stupid. That's crazy. That's so dumb. I can't believe there's people like that in this world. Like just can like that's you're using a woman as an object to clean your house to fuck and then to throw away at the end of the day and expect for the next day. That's so dumb. That's crazy. Yeah, from a sexpert opinion, this guy's a fucking asshole, and uh, they should you know leave each other and she should find a guy that actually appreciates her because fuck that guy. I agree. And you have that. There you go. You hear it from <laughs> from our resident sexpert. <laughs> there Don't you go. You hear it. <laughs> Don't don't treat it like a chore. Have have sex for the fun of it. Enjoy it. Wear a condom. If you don't want to, don't. Who gives a shit? All right. If you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much. We appreciate it, guys. We really do. And uh, as always, go ahead and you know leave us a a, a rating and a comment and some comments and, and a like. Or, the ratings you- let us uh, reach out to more people. And more, more listeners, which only gives us more fuel for our fun facts. There you go. And get us closer to our own first ad. So we're working on that. I know we have Audible, but to me, that's not. We got that Anchor, ad for free. It's Anchor, yeah. bro. <laughs> so we have Anchor. <laughs> they're going to pull it. You don't even know. They're going to pull our ad now. <laughs> they're not making 15 cents anymore. 
How much did we make on our ad? I don't know, like twelve bucks, I think. Heck yeah! All right, we'll be able to buy some some dinner for the for the for the show. <laughs> Heck yeah! But some McDonald's later. Shamrock shakes are out. Just want to let you guys know. Are you gonna sacrifice the whole? Really? I thought for that? I thought they come out next month. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, but I that's that's April. That's April. Yeah. You're the fucking idiot. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so month. much. I hope everybody has a great week. And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I did like the noise in my mouth. Oh, I thought you farted. No, I didn't fart. <laughs> hey, put that at the end. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>